When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hello, another episode of Real Moms of Bravo coming at you. And uh, wow, Southern charm. I uh, <laughs> I feel like each episode I'm like, wow, I like can't believe how much more drama builds and more shocking things happen that I did not anticipate. So let's let's get into it. So Taylor starts talking to Olivia and Basically, we're still at the dinner where, what was it called? Mama T's, I believe. Miss T's. T's. Um, and I don't disagree with Taylor saying, I made a mistake. I've apologized. There's nothing more I can do. But if that was just the end of it, and she seemed remorseful, but it's the like, playing victim, the kind of like weaponizing flirting with Austin to like get back at Shep. Like I can see Olivia being like, you're playing so many mind games. Like, I don't, I don't know who you are. This isn't who I had as a friend. And the way you're acting makes you not seem very remorseful. Yeah. It's also just like own your shit. I, I, she really, really lost me when she started to be like, I'm tired of being verbally assaulted. And I'm just like, okay, honey, um, have a seat. She could have had me with the point with like Austin not getting it as much, I suppose. Right. However, I think Austin has received it. But I think the betrayal, this is what always sucks in these these type of situations because the man kind of gets off like so oh. much more easier. But I think for Olivia, it's more or less the betrayal of her friend. Like you can let go of Austin, move on, bye-bye. But that betrayal is so deep and she just wants her to tell the truth. Whereas Austin, with a little bit of time, has somewhat told the truth. As we learn in this episode, there's more to be told regarding that. But uh, let's, you know, I don't know. I think she needs to stay out of it, um, that she needs to calm down. But everyone splits up and gets in the bus. I mean, I think... This is probably why Olivia is way more upset with Taylor than she is with Austin uh, is because I made a meme about this. I think female friendships are probably the most important relationship you'll have in your life. Like, yes, your husband means a lot to you, but your girlfriends kind of like support you, listen in ways that sometimes a spouse doesn't always. And so the second Shep comes on there, which I think Shep needs to stay out of it. Stop meddling between Olivia and Taylor. I don't know what he has to gain by Olivia and Taylor becoming friends again. Like maybe he feels less guilty for the way he treated Taylor or it's going to be part of his like forgiveness process. I'm really confused by it, but I loved 
Madison and Vanita really quickly being like, you need to get the fuck off this bus. Yes. It's like, this is not the moment. Yeah. Stop trying to mediate. Stop trying to salvage Taylor. Like, I feel like he has a savior complex with Taylor. Like, I've taken you all these places. I'm going to save the friendships with you. Like, I'm going to let me help you. Yeah. It's like, honey, no, (laughs) she needs to help herself. I mean, JT is probably the one at this point because he's basically kissing her ass so I much because he's so in he's love so with her. in love with her and it's so it's really kind of sad to watch i uh it's, um, a little much but you know we've all been there i've been a jt to somebody in my life i mean but, who hasn't i i mean you look back at college and high school early 20 like i mean but he's a grown man i guess that's words <laughs> more cringy like you're in your 30s dude like yeah but you know the that sometimes it's the thrill of the chase uh the impersonation respects women. He does respect women. These impersonations were killing me. I think Madison as JT was slightly better than Craig as Shep, only because Craig forgot to shake the leg. I mean, I don't know why Shep does it. He does it in every like he we kept seeing him do it throughout this episode. Now his leg violently shakes. He also just needed to like sound a little bit more condescending. But yeah. Madison as JT was fantastic i was not expecting this and i feel like from our charmers we don't always get to see like them just like shoot the shit and be goofy and like make fun of each other in that way and i thoroughly enjoyed it but madison is jt and she's like i respect women i respect women she was kind of doing like the hand motions that he i was so funny and i also think in that moment that is what everyone on that bus needed it needed to be light it needed to be funny they all needed to be like laughing and the other bus had that too i feel like they were a little silly but then we learn that shep um is always concerned about himself when it comes to the bedroom which does not surprise me but for taylor to say she can count on less than three fingers i'm like why are you digmatized by someone that can't even get you off a frank catania oh he would would never would never finally neither would austin though i feel like austin you probably have a little bit of a selfish lover comment. I think he could be a generous lover. So funny story about Frank and Tanya, if you guys don't have contact to the <laughs> to this, but um our friend Danielle Hollaback Cards posted some meme about Frank and Tanya. I think something like he's attractive or something of that nature. I don't remember what exactly. But as a result, he DM'd her and said that he's a generous lover. People were so, commenting that they didn't think he would be a generous lover or that he'd be a, he'd be selfish in the bedroom. And so he DM'd her and said, just so you know, I'm a very generous lover. So Shep is no Frank Catania. Um, yes. I just, that whole moment, I was like, ew, like Shep, like, I mean, he's like have sex and pro- like pro- fall asleep. He's like, whatever. Like, yeah. Like I, in one minute, man. Truly. Also, he is old. He is so old. And I, I don't know. I don't. I know he's loaded. I just think there's more to life than height and money. But, you know. His best lover is his hand. I guarantee I, that. <laughs> or someone he pays. Let's be real. Wow. Um, I would not be surprised. Okay, so then we go, we get back, and before we go to dinner, there's a little, you know, soiree at Whitney's presidential suite. Which no, this gotta... happened after the boat day. Then oh, that's they... right. They go home. Then it's boat day. Yes, then it's I boat day, which I thoroughly enjoyed so much. Um, nothing like I... a boat. I thought Craig was funny in his confessionals. Like, if you can't have fun on it. A boat, then you suck. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously though, how like they had this beautiful yacht, they had Captain Sardine, 
And it seemed like everybody was for the most part, like getting along. Definitely. There was some distance among the group, but Shep came in and like, was like, I'm apologized to Vanita for like yelling at her. And she was kind of like, I misunderstood you. It was like, a whole, they're like, we're good. It was just a little bit of a misunderstanding. We both kind of elevated very fast. I like when like things are kind of like something like that needed to be squashed kind of quickly. Um, yeah, no, it was a fun little boat date. Yeah. Then we get back to. But the White Lotus. Sorry, I just have to comment on Shub's dancing. Oh. And there was like a meme. It looked like the White Lotus. And shout out to Craig. We all wanted to dance like NSYNC. Yeah. Uh, sure, I was not expecting from him. But he so badly wanted to be with Benita and the crew. But it's it all right, Craig. We'll, I know. we'll get you. But yes, the presidential suite. Well, I also, why is Whitney on this trip? I feel like he is just attending occasionally a dinner. He claims he has to work. I don't, I was just sort of like, dude, you seem checked out, but I'm okay with it now because he gave of the scene and the, like all of the content and just entertainment we got from the little pre dinner party in his presidential suite. So we, I mean, everyone's really drunk. I, that's the thing about a boat is the drinking catches up on you. There's something about being on a body of water that you're just continually drinking and you don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you get like this. I don't realize how drunk I am until I get off a boat. Well, it's like, yeah, because you're, you're like it, so used to yeah. being on the water and then you're like, whoa. I just hit you. <laughs> so myself. they're all, they're all pretty, pretty toasted. Um, <laughs> shit face drunk. Then we get, we get Shep and Austin kind of going after each other. Shep, I don't like he is kind of like, well, but like you're not looking so good on the cut, like on the headline of page six. And he's like, basically was like, you're the one not looking good. You cheated on Taylor. And then basically was like, comes forward and says, Taylor came on to me. She made the first move. He reenacts it with Whitney. So we've seen them reenact it because Whitney had that dinner party with the beef Wellington. We did not get the kiss. There was tongue like this was. And they were both like, I kind of liked that they were like funny and chill about it. And it was just like a joke because it's like, I do feel like you don't see guys often do that. I think that's something like girls will reenact it and be like, whatever we made out because we were, you know, showing what happened. Um, but th- that was quite the It smooch. was so funny. I like that Craig was like, that was weird. And just like yeah. moved on. Like no one really reacted to it. Like I yeah. didn't get like, I would have been like, wait, pardon what happened? We get more of that reaction at the dinner. But in after this makeout, yeah. I think the reveal is everything. Austin says he's kind of like telling the setup and stuff, and then like says what happens. And he said, Taylor and I were fucking making out. Like he pauses as if it was like the makeout was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta add that in there. Everyone caught it. Craig and Madison, both of them in their confessionals, like he just admitted what we've all known to be true, which was that it was much more than a makeout. I I do feel like they just need to come forward with it. Yeah. At this point, like, why not just say it? Like, yeah. Like, no I one mean, believes you. Like, your friends don't believe. No one believes this was just a makeout. Um, if it was, then it sucks because, like, literally no one believes you, too. But, yeah, what a what a scene. So then they it's like they kind of, like, storm out and then they get to this dinner. But poor. I feel bad for both of them. Taylor and Olivia show up to dinner on time. Everyone else is very late because they've been drinking champagne and having more drinks in the presidential suite. I don't know if it was editing. It looks like they truly just were not talking to each other. Yeah, it was awkward. I mean, Taylor was like, oh, it's like Britney Spears. And she's yeah. like, mm, okay. Like as if she didn't speak to her. It was so yeah. I would have excused myself and gone to the bathroom. Like those types of I moments. Yeah, I would like grab my phone and like I would have like started talking about the ocean. I would have started talking about 
Wow, the weather, yeah. anything. Like I I can't sit like that. That makes me so uncomfortable. But I mean, hell of a season of Southern Charm. I'm loving it. It's well, we have the cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. So you know how I hate it to be continued, but I knew this was gonna happen and I was like, actually, this might warrant it. So Taylor decides she stands up and says basically like it's been talked about for the last two and a half months. I don't know if she says like, I want to set the record straight or I want to speak on it. Like I want to put an end to it. Yeah. And then it cuts to to be continued. I I doubt she admits that they slept together. That is a warranted classic TGI Fridays, like um, Friday night lineup, like to be continued. Like Like, they're back back in the day. That was well done. But our charmers are just killing it. Chef's kiss. As yeah. we're in the Bravo vortex, there's so many shows. Abby and I are like trying to keep up. Because we haven't even started Ultimate Girls Trip of Roni and we're dying to, but it's like there's so much there's to watch so right now. so much to watch right now. We're in like a very like great time. The Housewives Renaissance, but Southern Charm unexpectedly is like on the top three of the shows, of all the shows that we're watching oh. that I look forward to. Absolutely agree. Miami was there for me. And I feel like, I feel as though it's falling into the category as of late, like the last couple of episodes more. It's more just like, this is good mindless TV, but I don't have a ton of notes. It's not like the water cooler chat where like, I came into work today and because I have a few coworkers that watch Southern Charm, they're like, I've been dying to ask you about last night's episode. Miami isn't giving me that right now. It has before. It will again. But I just feel like this episode, it was cute. It was funny. Parts of it. And then there were parts. So well, let's just dive into there's a few key things. I did think the scavenger hunt, I was actually kind of a fan of it. I thought it was a cute activity for them. I mean, more scavenger hunts. If we're going to do have a trope on Housewives. That's a good one. It's better than murder mystery parties. Yes. I think we've moved on from murder mystery to pickleball. So let's retire pickleball and do scavenger hunt. That I can get behind. And I did like that it kind of forced Marisol to see the fun and like positive side of Nicole because she was pretty much like, I'm not going to like you. I'm going to, you know, try to bring you down. And I think that, you know, she just decided I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to say I was unnecessarily mean to you. I apologize. I gave you a hard time. You didn't deserve it. And was like, I just appreciated the honesty. What was even more like refreshing and nice to see Nicole being like, I forgive you. We can move on. She was basically like, I don't have time to hold on to anger and hate that other people direct at me. I can only control my response to it. We're good. I'm excited to move forward in the friendship. And I do feel like I was like, this is an example of like somebody who's like gone through therapy and it's like therapy works. Like just the fact that like she didn't let someone being so mean to her for two years consume her, affect her. And then when the person saw the good in her, she wasn't like, see what you've been missing or you're, you know, you're so judgy. She was just like, you were a little mean to me. I didn't hate you. And I love your cocktail cup now. Let's have some fun. Yes. And let's grab Kiki's dildo. And she yeah, I mean, in a confessional being like dildo, the yeah. dildo that they grabbed. But she kept being like, I touched it. But she was like holding on to it for like way longer than she needed to. But I, know, yeah. I wonder if it was one of those things like in the moment she didn't like register like, oh, this is. You know. Yeah, like then later on, it's like, okay. it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Also, don't hate on Kiki. There's, you know, let, let hey. a single woman live. But yeah. this episode to me was all about Marisol in terms of one, that apology. Two, she apologized to Adriana, which was unexpected. Mm-hmm. But then also got called out by Alexia 
So there's a common theme of Marisol stirring the pot and like just not fully taking accountability on how, how she does it. And Alexia called her out on it and everyone was like, whoa, what? Because they're such good friends and there kind of has been like a sense of, I don't say blind loyalty, but there has been times where Alexia maybe doesn't engage when people are mad at Marisol, even though she knows Marisol's in the wrong because she's like, this is my friend. So for her to kind of call it out and be like, no, you're not all good. We're going to go there. Uh, I was I was very taken aback by that. I was surprised, but it was a pleasant surprise. I also think so then Kiki, Lenny's name gets brought up and Kiki kind of just goes off on Lisa and just like, okay, stuck of Lenny. I'm going to sing a song now. I mean, I've heard Lenny so many times that like, I'm going to make a billionaire off this song. And Lisa's getting more and more worked up and upset. I think Kiki could have done it more gentle. And I do appreciate the women after Kiki like stepped away that they were telling Lisa, like she wasn't trying to come from like a bad place, but I mean, if I have to hear, like, por favor, if I'm going to tell Marisol, if I have to hear Lenny. I mean, ay, 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 that's how I'm feeling. I I just, I get, like, he sucks. And I am sure you are living in a, like, mental prison for the psychological abuse you are going through. And I am not trying to discredit that. But I do feel like it's all she ever talks about. And the conversation somehow always goes back to Lenny. And it's just like for these women, they're not living it. They don't want to be living it. They feel sorry for you. They want to support you. They want to help you. But like, I I think this is when you have a therapist and maybe you need to go every other day and talk to her about it. But you will, I don't want to say ruin friendships, but like nobody wants to always have this like negative down conversation about Lenny all the time. It's also, I've had friendships like this and I feel like she could easily fall into this given the trauma or whatever, but it's like a one-sided friendship where she only talks about her shit and like what's going on, but never takes a moment to be like, Oh, how are you? Like, yeah. Are you going through anything? Yeah. Like Gertie, you're going through cancer. I'm so sorry. Like I'm pulling my own shit. Like I, how are you? Yeah. So I don't know. She needs to, get a check another reality check and something that was unexpected two things marisol having a google alert on lisa not surprising little shady if i were lisa i'd be like she did say on watch what happens live that it's not a google an individual google alert on everyone's name it's just she has google alerts and she said she's had it from the beginning and never turned them off for real housewives of miami and so that's her that's what she says and that's how so that does like in a way i'm like okay it would be weird to have an individual Google alert for like each individual yeah. name. Okay, like, fair. But I fair. yeah. She redeemed herself, but a little, a little. Yeah. The 10K on Instacart is insane. I think Larsa kind of called it out though. She's like, you can get Sephora on Instacart. And I was like, oh, now this is tracking. And I wonder if some of it's like, I'm just gonna try to spend as much of Lenny's money as I can because he is like screwing her over from a financial standpoint. $10,000 though. I was like, I mean, even for like Larsa's like, girl, I have four kids and she I said spend 500 a week. Is that what she said? Which seems honestly low. Cause I'm going to tell you, I go to Sam's and Costco and if we walk out of there for less than 300, I'm shocked. And we've, I mean, I'm, and I'm going to Sam's and Costco. Like I'm sure Larsa's going whole foods. I'm guessing that it's a 500, but they eat out a lot more. Yeah. Like it's well, less like cooking for meals. Kids are- in college. So maybe it's like, I've got four kids, but they're like never all home. So anyway, I agree. I was kind of, I thought I was like, I think 500 is honestly light. Um, but 10,000. I mean, this economy 
I mean, strawberries are $10. Like things are expensive, but $10,000 is insane. That Um, is insane. So I'm curious of the aftermath. So hopefully Miami kind of picks up a bit more. But before we discuss Beverly Hills, let's take a quick ad break. Unwrap the first of many presents this season with Holidays on the House from DraftKings Casino. With hundreds of games, prizes, and promos, DraftKings Casino has everything on your list. Right now, new players who play $500 get $100 instantly in casino credits. What are you waiting for? Cozy up with all the classics like slots, blackjack, roulette, and play exclusive games you'll only find on DraftKings Casino to feel the holiday cheer all season long. Download DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code REALMOMS and play $500 to get $100 in casino credits. That's promo code REALMOMS. Only at DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus, physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligib- eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. One per opted in customer. $5 wager required. Max $100 in Christina credit award, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. Terms at casino.draftkings.com slash holidays on the house restrictions apply. Beverly Hills. Uh, I, so Vanessa knows this. I have a love of like large dogs. My ideal dog is a Bernese mountain dog. Um, I aspire one day. Like I, love nothing more than seeing all of Kyle's large dogs in her house. And she loves them so much. And like, she doesn't, and I'm not, I'm not knocking the poodle mix. It's just not for me, but I mean, she's got big dogs that shed. She's got German shepherds, golden retrievers. Um, I don't know. I just have to say every time I see her dogs, it makes me happy. Yeah, no, they're beautiful dogs. She also has a house staff and everyone. To I mean, she's like, not vacuuming up this dog here. No, but, exactly. Yeah. And they're getting groomed probably like once weekly. a week. Yeah. Weekly. But yes, she has beautiful dogs. I thought it was interesting. We've never seen Kyle have like a therapy session on camera or any of these types of moments. So I commend her for that. So she has someone. I mean, this is rich people shit. Come to me. Come to my house. I, mean, I would love that because I do feel like sometimes for some people to like the obstacle or the excuse is like, well, I don't, if, if I'd go to an hour therapy session, it's a 30 minute drive there, a 30 minute drive home. That's two hours now out of my day. I'm like, man, I'd love it if somebody just oh came to my house. I don't know you can do virtual, but you and I have discussed um, off the record. We just don't feel like it's the same. Anyway, no, it's definitely yeah, not this the is same. some rich so, people stuff. Yeah. Yes. Rich people shit. So she basically begins to open up about the loss of her friend, Laureen, um, who tragically passed away um, by taking her own life. And then on top of that, just everything that happened with Kathy and, you know, getting back in her life with Kim, like it's a lot has happened for Miss Richards and then her marriage. Yeah. Now her, and I think honestly, I mean, if you kind of were to kind of put a little bit of a timeline on it, I'm guessing some of these issues, they were always there, but it's like something usually brings it to light. I'm guessing the lack of support empathy, compassion from both Kathy and Mauricio is what has led to this friction in their relationship and honestly, a a change in Kyle. Um, I think, I mean, it's so sad what happened to her friend and the fact that she was saying like she was the one always on top of it, never really showed any signs of depression. Like Kyle even said like in my will, like she was going to, like she's the one responsible for my money. She was going to like have my kids if something were to happen to both of us. Like, I think it goes to show, though, it's like 
you just never really know what's going on with someone, even your own best friend. And it's so heartbreaking. So I do think like anyone out there, there's help, you know, check on people. Um, Not that Kyle didn't, but you know, it's just, you never know. It makes me think of Twitch and yeah, that passing right. and how shocking that all felt. But um, you can call if any, if you need help and you're listening to this and it's just triggering, triggering something and you um, call 988, help is there for you. So I just want to acknowledge that. But I thought this was such a big moment and a part of me, and I hope that we see this, but like with all the sudden of it all, like, yes, weird shit's happening in her marriage. Yes, her relationship with Kyle or with Morgan is strange, we'll, which we'll talk a little bit more yeah. about. But I, if I were her, I don't know how I would be like, dude, I've been going through a lot. My marriage, yeah. like my friend passed away. Like my, my sister, sister wasn't really there for me. I mean, yes. I do think like Kathy not maybe being there for her. I feel like that would be really, really hard. Um, I yeah. also feel like, and her therapist was saying this, and I was thinking about this. I feel like if Kathy wasn't Kathy Hilton, let's just say she's just a version regular of him, sister. Yeah. Like a regular sister. I think that relationship would be like she would just cut her out probably yeah the fact that she's rich powerful also paris like she paris, the daughters kids, the daughters yeah. and all although the it does seem like because they weren't talking for a while before and she said that like her daughters weren't invited to one of it wasn't wasn't paris's wedding because they were all there i think i can't remember was it nikki's or someone's yeah, it was some one of, of her kids they weren't invited and it was just like really heartbreaking for her kids it does feel like now the kids are all and the cousins are all still at least remaining close. Um, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's the Kathy Hilton of it all adds to it. Um, also then this does to me at least explain a little bit of the, like life is short. I don't want to waste it being drunk. What is drink? What value does drinking bring to my life? I'm going to cut it out. I'm going to work out more. Like I want to be around for my kids. Like it does, I think when these things happen and you go through it and you're obviously very affected by it, it makes sense that she's going to make like a pretty big life change to avoid the same fate. Basically. I also feel like she's wanting to, I feel like for the first time maybe in her life, like actual feel her feelings yeah, in a way and not have it be suppressed by anything and having a clear mind, especially when it comes to her marriage and what seems to be the end of her marriage and just being so sure and decisive in what she wants as well. But I, I mean, guys, like we've been saying it for a while now. I mean, Morgan and Kyle, beautiful couple. I'm just ready for it to just, be admitted. Another, it's weird to me. I'm like, is she going to, this is another one. Like we were talking about Southern Charm. Like, is this going to be admitted at the reunion? You're not fooling anybody. Their FaceTime was so weird. Like it just, in that it was like, you guys are flirting. We're all seeing this. Like, I don't know. To me, it's like, it's very obvious that this is more than just a platonic friendship. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's like, I get roasted. It's like a friendship like no other. It's very different. Like we've never in the years of Housewives and I know Morgan's um, on the road, but like having her like FaceTime a friend like Teddy, we're not seeing FaceTimes with Teddy. I mean, thank God. But yeah, but I don't know. That just is something. So we get to Sutton's party um Sutton gives a really awkward speech which was so uncomfortable to watch I was like with Erica yeah the labels and I like how Erica's like just smile and nod like none of us know what she's doing with this yeah Erica like MVP for me uh but I I loved it but the apology was you know fake we got Kim Kim Richards at least um we get into the esophageal esoph, esoph I can't say it 
Yes. So I'm going to tread lightly. I do apologize. And I did interact on DMs with people who were upset by some of my comments. I was not doubting that there are esophagus issues. It There are a few things that seem a little strange with Sutton. I will say I also um, have a healthcare background. I am not like a um, healthcare provider, but I used to work for a healthcare company for over 10 years. And so I've I know um, the value of evidence-based research. And so I was looking into the medication because there are medications that you can drink on, but almost all of them, your doctor would say like, it's not recommended, or I would prefer you don't. Um, I know there are things like if you have to be on like a blood pressure medicine for the rest of your life, they might say like moderation, but ideally like you just, I mean, you can speak to this too. I mean, I'm on a blood pressure medication. I do partake in drinking. So yeah. I, 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 it happens. Right. But I think they're not saying like, oh, no, you can drink all you want. And like sudden kind of made it seem like my doctor told me I can and I take it at night. So it doesn't matter. I looked up this medication and what was really interesting. And I know drugs can have multiple uses. I mean, Ozempic wasn't supposed to be a weight loss drug initially. You mean like Olympia? Olympic. Olympic. Yeah. <laughs> um, So drugs can have multiple uses. And that's kind of like I think like the cool thing, right? You, it, the intended use, and then it can help with in multiple areas. And a lot of times it's very beneficial beyond maybe some cosmetic uses that we found for their drugs. But her, um, I can't remember how to pronounce it, but the medication that she takes, um, first of all, one of the side effects is extreme dizziness. So I would be a little surprised if her doctor was like, you can drink on it. Um, also explains why she would take it in the evening. So she'd like, maybe when it's like the peak, you know, when it's like really releasing into her bloodstream, um, she's sleeping. So she's not maybe feeling it as, well, as much. Uh, but also like people typically feel pretty miserable on this. Um, so shout out to anyone who has to take it. Um, it sounds like it could be, even though it's li- like life changing or needed, um, it's not ideal. But it can also be used to curb alcohol cravings. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. All this to say, I don't think it means like, oh, she's really taking because she's an alcoholic. No, by any no, means. no, no. Just like, oh, it's interesting that like it could curb alcohol cravings. Maybe she wouldn't even want a drink. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, the doctor's appointment didn't really yeah. go anywhere. I mean, I think Sutton, unlike some other housewives, she's very good at like what am I like those in like the little comments. Is this a yeah. doctor's appointment? Like. Yeah. You know, Do you need my, my health party. insurance card? Yeah. Yes. Like what she'll say and like, okay, let's, let's move on. Let's move it on. It did seem like though, Anne-Marie was a little off and some of the things she was saying to her. Um, so I, I, and I also think, was it really her place to like call her out and say she thinks, you know, was like trying to poke a hole at it. Um, but I wonder if Sutton is open to Erica Jane's therapy of just deep throat to expand your esophagus. This is why we love Erica. Like, I just think it's so funny. Like she's in her confessional and she's like, this is why she's not getting the second date. It's not the inviting to New York. It's not the cat sweaters. It's the lack of deep throating. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, I just thought, and I also thought the Kyle, um, the Crystal and Dorit, (laughs) the Dorit interrogation, like Crystal was just like making me laugh because she's saying like, Kyle and Dorit, you guys are making comments about Sutton's drinking. They did. They, yeah. they did. And Own then, it. Yeah. And then Dorit is kept just like repeating and they kept repeating back and forth. And it was just like the funniest argument. I do love when Crystal was like, I'm exhausted. Like, I think she was just like, I can't 
This is Dorit's way, though. She gets out of stuff. She just is like a hamster wheel and she just goes and goes and goes on this loop. And eventually you're like, just stop. Okay. I, you win. You win. You didn't, you, you didn't say those things, even though you did. And we have it on camera and they're going to see it at the reunion. Um, but that really wraps up this week of Bravo. Like we said, we have not caught ultimate girls trip. Um, we're looking forward to it. Definitely. And, um, Lots to cover in our headlines episode, which will be coming out. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, it might already be out. So thank you guys so much for your support. We love um, love hearing from you all. And uh, you know the spiel. If you have a second, please hit five stars. Subscribe. If you have 30 seconds, leave a written review and make it a great day. Or don't. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.